morning, guys. This is Sean. Welcome to the show. This is the Weekly Briefly. It's episode 61. It's April 10th, 2015. Oh, my goodness. It's Apple Watch Day. Uh, I bet you haven't heard a thing about the Apple Watch, have you? Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping to swing by to the Apple Store today. I don't know if, if I'm going to make it or not. Uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm playing uh, dad today, playing dad. I've, I've, I've got the kids all day long. Um, but my my sister is, is bringing over my nephews uh, th- this later today, and uh, they're going to hang out for a little bit, so I might try to sneak away. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, Apple Watch. Did you pre-order one? I'm, I'm, I didn't yet because I don't know which one to get. I, I have no idea. Genuinely have no idea. So we'll see. I got to check it out first. But uh, anyways, that is not uh, the, the topic of today's show. Um, before we do get into the topic, of course, I want to give a huge thanks to episode 61's sponsor. It's a company called No Roaming, as in K-N-O-W, like no, I know that I'm roaming. Uh, it's uh, basically what No Roaming is, is they have a super thin global SIM sticker that makes roaming simple, like roaming, uh, you know, cell phone, data charges, all that stuff, right? So you do uh, a pay-as-you-go roaming, 200-plus countries uh, that they work and operate in. So check it out at noroaming.com, K-N-O-W, roaming.com. Uh, huge thanks to them for sponsoring the show. So today, episode 61, I want to talk about lifestyle practices um, slash daily habits. I kind of use these terms interchangeably. Um, lifestyle practices would be like the, the category term. And then daily habits is almost kind of like, like what they are, if, if that, that makes sense. But I kind of use them just interchangeably. Um, so here it is. This, this topic is one, uh, for me, it's one of the most important issues of my life. And I genuinely, genuinely mean that uh, this for me has been something that I have, uh, you know, I think about consistently. I've tried to implement into my life um, and, and just try to do, you know, on a regular basis, having healthy lifestyle practices. And, you know, you look at people and you're like, man, that, that person over there is successful. I like the, their attitude. I like what they do. I like how they budget their money. I like how they handle their money. Um, you know, I like that, you know, they, they're so, you know, their board is their bond and they're full of character. And I like the relationships that they have. And, you know, they're so great to their spouse and they're so great to their kids. Right. And you're like, man, I love all things that they do. It's like, well, this person has, you know, they've got the things that they do on a regular basis. And it's not just like, oh, well, they have more character than me or they're just a better person than me. It's like, no, like they've chosen to live this way. They've chosen to have those attitudes. Um, and so that's basically what we're talking about today is lifestyle practices. It's, uh, you know, for me, like I have this personal commitment. I want to live with intentionality in as many of uh, the areas of my life that I can. I want to be intentional in my marriage and in how I raise my boys. I want to be intentional with my business, uh, my family, finances, uh, my creative work, how I spend my time, my diet, all of that stuff, right? And I'm not like on the deep end of this, but I want to be very intentional about it. I don't want to just coast in any critical area of my life, right? So here, let's let's kind of outline what is what is a daily habit, Sean? What is a lifestyle practice? Well, it's just something that you do as part of your normal routine in life, right? Like it's just, we all have daily habits whether we know it or not. We all, you know, the vast majority of what we do is it's just routine. It, we've, you know, we've routinized more of our life than we may realize. So uh, uh, like an intentional daily habit is is kind of twofold. For, first of all, it's something that should provide regular space in your life to be able to make progress toward your life goals and your the things that you want to do. Uh, you know, short-term and long-term. And it's also, it's something that in and of itself is a healthy activity to do. 
So uh, here's an example. This is a super dorky example, but yet I think it's an awesome example. Setting out your clothes the night before you go to bed. Seriously. You know, got Danny Tanner, right? Um, or whatever his name was from Full House. And I think I've talked about this on a show before, but th- I, I think that's one of the best examples. And, and here's why. It's something simple and easy to do at the end of your day that's going to make your future life easier. It's the current you helping the future you by removing something from your task list for tomorrow morning, right? Um, Also, here's something else that's cool about setting out your clothes the night before is that it strengthens your independent will. It's, It's You're strengthening your personal integrity. You've made a commitment to yourself about the outfit that you're gonna wear tomorrow, and then when you follow through, it's a small step towards continually building your personal integrity. And, and I think that deep personal integrity is at the bedrock of having a, you know, a successful focused life, doing important work and things like that. So, you know, setting out your clothes makes for a great daily habit because you've predecided and you've placed a routine around something that's, that's trivial. It's just an everyday choice of life, but it's going to, by doing it, you've, you've put that routine there. And that's going to give you more energy in your day to tackle difficult problems, do meaningful work, spend time with friends and family, rest, read, learn, etc. Right? Like it's you're like really like all of that from setting up my clothes. Look at some of like the most profound men of our time. You got Steve Jobs who wore that black turtleneck, the jeans, the New Balance sneakers. You got Albert Einstein with his sweatshirt. Even President Obama wears only gray or blue suits. He said so. So I've written before about how. Productivity tends to be defined by how well we use our task management systems. You know, oh man, that person is so productive. Look how organized their calendar app is. Look how fast they can blaze through that pile of emails, or look how fluidly she look how fluidly she flows from one meeting to the next. You know, they're productive. That's a productive person, right? But the problem with defining productivity by those terms is that these are metrics that will uh, they tend to reward effective busy work. Right, and and they usually give very little dignity to meaningful work because usually when we define productivity by you know the task management system or the organization of our calendar or keyboard shortcuts for our email, if that's the definition of productivity, then then you're no longer defining productivity as as doing meaningful work. You're you're defining productivity as doing uh, you know you're being efficient. You're being fast, right? And productivity is is not about efficiency. It's about meaning. And here's to what I think that uh, uh, you know meaningful productivity is. It, it means that we're giving our time and attention to the things that are most important. We're consistently giving our time and attention to the things that are most important. So daily habits are, um, you know, excuse the term, they are the essence. I always think of Zoolander when I hear the word essence. Daily habits, they are the essence of meaningful productivity. Uh, they are like, this is it, right? This is they're, they're, because they're set by your values and your vision. And when you're practicing them, when you you implement these daily habits, they're, they're uh they're exercising what you're doing. You're exercising your integrity. You're exercising your personal character. You're being generous. You're being kind. You're being intentional. You're doing important work that matters, right? And uh, I love this quote by Benjamin Franklin. He says, human felicity is produced not as much by great pieces of good fortune that seldom happen as by little advantages that occur every day. So when we have these daily habits, uh, then what they do is they give us the opportunity to create these little advantages every day so that we're making real progress toward our goals, our ideas, things that are important, things that are meaningful, right? So all of that said, 
uh, I wanted to give a few reasons why you might want to consider implementing some daily habits into your own life. And you know, look at it this way: you're 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 going with a routine as it is already, right? You've already got routines to your life. You've already got things that you do. So why not consider, hey, is uh, the routines that I'm currently doing, you know, healthy? Are they helping me? Am I, you know, is my how's my quality of life? How's my bank account in terms of am I spending more than I make or not? How's my relationship with my spouse or my kids or my coworkers? Like, you know, consider, you know, consider some daily habits. So I've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven, seven uh, reasons why you might want to consider daily habits. Drum roll, please. Number one, daily habits create space. Create space for what, Sean? Well, let me tell you. Here's a great Henry Nouwen quote. He says, if I were to let my life be taken over by what is urgent, I might very well never get around to what is essential. Uh, I think Henry Nouwen got that from Eisenhower. It's still a fantastic whatever. It's I love that quote. I love the way it says Basically, urgent tasks are always going to find us. You know what? I guarantee you, if, if there's an emergency, if your house is burning down, if your kid is crying, you're going to know about it. It's going to find you. Um, so that's why we have to be proactive about making time and space for the important tasks, the things that matter. And so what daily habits do is they keep us on track to accomplish our goals and implement our ideas. They make space for us to show up every day and do the important things. Uh, without daily habits... We so easily can just react to whatever seems the most urgent or seems will give us the most satisfaction in the moment. Uh, and we rarely make meaningful progress on work that matters. Here's a really great quote uh, from Gretchen Rubin. Uh, she had an interview in this uh, one of the 99U books, Managing Your Day-to-Day. And uh, Gretchen says, uh, because I write every day, no one day's work seems particularly important. I have good days and I have bad days. Some days I don't get much done at all, but that's okay because I know I'm working steadily. My consequent lack of anxiety puts me in a more playful frame of mind and allows me to experiment and take risks. So that is the quintessential example of someone, uh, you know, having the little advantages uh, that they produce every single day uh, from, you know, Benjamin Franklin. That's Gretchen putting Benjamin Franklin, uh, you know, putting the money where the mouth is or whatever. I don't know. Anyways. All right. Number two. Daily habits serve as bumpers, like in a bowling alley, you know, bowling alley bumpers, right? The, uh, they go up whenever there's a bowling ball, you know, and, and you're, you're rolling the bowling ball and you put the kid bumpers up, like usually put them up for kids, uh, cause they're horrible and it keeps the bowling ball on the alley and it's going to make it all, it's going to make its way all the way down to the end without falling in the gutter. And basically daily habits serve as bumpers, just like in a bowling alley, they keep us on track. So lifestyle practices, basically they keep you out of the gutter. All right, number three, daily habits help us do what we want. Doesn't that sound awesome? That sounds awesome. All right, well, what, what, what do you mean by that, Sean? Well, let me tell you. Uh, so something that causes great stress in our lives is when our actions and our behaviors don't line up with our vision and our values. Have you ever been in that situation? You're like, I just want to do this this thing that's really important to me, but I, I, I can't, I don't. I, I, I really want to start this blog but every time I come home from work, I end up watching nine hours of Netflix and then passing out and then going to work again the next day. And as you know, I'm stressed out about it, you know, and like, why would I be stressed out if I get to watch nine hours of television? How come I'm stressed in that scenario? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because your actions and behaviors 
aren't lining up with your true, the vision, the values of your heart. Uh, you know, if you were to say, do I really want to spend nine hours of my day watching television? You would say, no way. Of course not. But yet you are. And so that actually causes stress. It causes a tension, causes an anxiety, right? So when we have a daily habit in place that says, you know what, before I watch television, I'm going to read uh, one chapter of a motivational or an inspirational or like an educational book, right? I'm going to read one chapter and then I will allow myself to watch Netflix, right? What if that was just something that you started with? It takes, what, 10 minutes to, to, to read a stupid chapter, right? 10 minutes. And then now you can watch your eight hours and 50 minutes on Netflix. But that one little habit, that will begin to grow. You know, the, the good will begin to expand slowly. And the next thing you know, you're going to read two chapters and three, and then you're feeling you're actually like, well, I'm actually kind of feeling a little energized right now after I read that chapter, I'm going to write. And then you you start writing and like, oh my gosh, like I just I actually wrote a blog post. I haven't written a blog post in nine months because I've been watching Netflix. Uh, apparently that this episode is brought to you by the number nine today. So anyways, all that said, when we have a daily habit in place, it serves as a plumb line for uh, not only are we able to identify the important work it, we're able to do it. it. It makes that space where we can do what we want instead of doing what feels good in the moment. You know, we're, we're serving our future self um, by by having these daily habits in place. And then we know, like, hey, I'm supposed to read a, a chapter of my book before I watch Netflix. I haven't done that in two weeks. I'm I'm not making progress. I'm I haven't done anything meaningful yet in terms of how I'm going to spend my evening. Um, so you've got that plumb line. You you know if you're doing the important work or not. Number four. Daily habits are how we thrive in the midst of tension, okay? I, I don't know if you ever heard this promise before, but here's how to be stress-free. You know, this one cool trick to use this app on your phone in five seconds a day will remove all the stress from your life. I doubt it. Can that app stop my kids from pulling out everything from the kitchen drawers every time I turn my back? I don't think so, right? Like life is just messy. Like we're just, we're humans, we're people, right? Like like birth is messy and it's just, it's messy all the way through life. Uh, you know, like relationships are hard. They're challenging. They're difficult. Work is challenging. It's difficult. Traffic can drive you bonkers, right? Like like it's just you're just going to have tension there's just going to be messiness in your life that doesn't mean you have to be stressed out about it but it's not like everything will just become calm and suddenly i live in a cabin in the mountains because i did this one weird trick 3 times a day right like that's not the way it works so when you have a daily habit when you've got a lifestyle practice then uh this is how you can thrive in the midst of that tension because here's here's the whole concept behind this is when things are crazy or uh, also when your decision-making ability, when it's beginning to run low, uh, you know what? We just make dumb choices. We do dumb things. And that's why you come home from work, you're tired. You turn on Netflix because it just seems easier than reading a book. I just want to veg out. I just need to veg out right now. Right. And so we, you know, we make a dumb choice. Yeah, you do need to, you do need to rest, but it doesn't mean that you need to rest with nine hours of Netflix. There's other ways that you can rest, that you can recharge. So, uh, so basically, uh, you can cut those dumb choices off at the pass by determining ahead of time what to do in those moments of quote unquote weakness. Uh, it's not actually a moment of weakness because it's just part of life. Like we only have so much uh, creative imagination, uh, only so much decision making ability or willpower, whatever you want to call it. We only have so much in the day. Uh, and it's going to run out. And there are things that you can do to kind of rejuvenate it. I like to go for a run in the middle of the afternoon after lunch because that will, you know, gives me a boost of energy and it lets my mind take a break and then I can come back and I can do meaningful work in the afternoon um, as opposed to just 
you know, being completely wiped out. So there's things that we can do to kind of rejuvenate, but, uh, you know, it still kind of runs its course towards the end of the day. And so if you have a daily habit, you've got a lifestyle practice in place, you can cut that off at the pass. Uh, you know, and so that, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that the only option for, uh, you know, when our willpower is low is to binge, binge watch Netflix with a bag of potato chips. It, you know, you know that, Hey, you know what, <clears throat> you know, when I come home, I'm going to be tired. Um, before I do the Netflix, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to, I'm going to read a book or even just, you know, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going I'm to turn on a podcast, right? Like turn on a, a podcast that's going to teach you something or that's going to be cool or that is interesting, you know, listen to something that's going to encourage you or motivate you, get you excited. Um, you know, and you don't even have to say, I'm, you don't even have to engage with it. It doesn't have to be this thing where you're going to fully engage with it, but it can be something where, you know what, I'm just going to spend my time doing something that's a little bit healthier. And you, so you can hit, cut that off at the pass, right? So then when you're tired or when things are going crazy, if you've got these habits in place, you know how to respond in the situation, you know how to respond and you're not reacting, you're not giving in, etc. All right, number five, automating inconsequential decisions and reserving our willpower is, is another uh, benefit of daily practices. And, and like I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, we're, we're cutting things off at the past. We're, we're helping our future selves. Is our current self helping our future self? And, and so basically, you know, when we only have so much decision-making ability or creative imagination throughout the day, then it means that the more we can automate the inconsequential areas of our lives, then that means the more like mental energy, the more creative energy and the more creative strength we're going to have for doing our most important work. All right, number six, we're almost done. Number six, daily habits help us to focus on the path and the joy of the journey, not just waiting to arrive at the destination or even expecting to arrive at the de- destination, right? So, uh, I mean, this is this is kind of a, a, a deep one, a thick one. Um, I'm going to give a couple points, but you're, you might have to chew on it yourself a little bit. So, Lifestyle practices not only move us toward our goal, but they also help us to produce the fruits of character and the values that are important to us, right? So you're, you're moving forward, but also it's, there's this, uh, you know, this joy in the journey, you're on the path, the daily habits kind of are there for today and they're for tomorrow. Um, so here's an example. Say that you have a long-term goal. Uh, let's, let's, let's say you're a, a dad with, with two young kids, like, okay, I'm gonna raise my hand. That's me. Okay, let's say you have a long-term goal that by the time your kids are seniors in high school, they would be able to make decisions all on their own. That sounds insane, right? Like, like who, who in their right mind would let their teenage high school kid make their own decisions while they're still living in the house, right? That sounds crazy. But think about this. I'm, I'm going to make my case for this. The moment that your kid graduates, the moment my kid graduates high school and moves out of the house, they're going to be in that position. They're going to be making their own decisions. Like that's the way it was for me. You know, as soon as I moved out of the house, holy cannoli, I haven't had freedom in 18 years. Suddenly I have total freedom. Like I went from 0% freedom to 100% freedom. Well, maybe not 0%, maybe like 20%. I don't know. I, I can't remember. It's foggy. It's 20 years ago, not 20, 15. Anyways, I'm digressing. Okay. So here's the idea, right? Your kid's going to have 100% responsibility as soon as they move out of the house. So why not let them have a good year under their belt, living at home, being able to come to you if something really gets screwed up, you're there, you're helping them, you're able to help them. Let them have that year to be responsible, right? Okay, well, you don't just, the year before uh, you know, their senior year, it's not like you just send them to a class that's called 
how to be responsible. You know, like that does that's not gonna happen, right? You've you've got to start training them in the way they should go now. You got it takes years and years of role modeling, mentoring, teaching, setting an example for them. And and literally, like if you have a goal that you want your kids to be able to make decisions on their own and be responsible as as a senior in high school, that that goal will not be achieved without a corresponding lifestyle practice that starts today. That you have these daily habits for your role and your involvement with your family and your kids and being there and and moving towards that goal on a consistent basis and doing the little things on an everyday basis that that encourage that. And guess what? As part of that, you're gonna have an amazing relationship with your kids because they know that you're there for them, that you that you care, that you're part, you're active, you're involved in their life. And that's so, so fantastic. All right, number seven, last one. Uh, daily habits are like gateway drugs to one another. What? What in the world? Okay, here's the here's the idea behind this is uh, each I found this for to be true for me is that each area of my life serves as a doorway to the other areas, and that once you establish a lifestyle practice in one area, say for example budgeting, this was for me. Budgeting was my gateway lifestyle practice. Um, when you do that, it gives you the momentum to begin to tackle another area such as eating and then another area perhaps such as exercise, another area such as uh, you know maybe cleaning up after yourself, another area like then unfollowing people from Twitter, right? Like there, there are these little gateway drugs and, and you get a little bit of momentum from one and then that builds on for the next one and it builds for the next one. And it takes you know, it takes time. It takes so much time. Like it's been almost four years now since my wife and I uh, moved to an envelope budgeting system. And it's like, okay, we're really beginning to see the fruit from that now. Um, And, you know, in other areas of our life, our marriage, um, you know, how I spend my time, you know, my habits in terms of like exercising and diet, all this stuff. It was like this gateway, you know, when I'm like, I'm going to get my budget under control. And, And we know we weren't in debt or anything like that, but we weren't, we just weren't in very, very intentional about how we we're doing our money. So all that to say, here's a couple examples of some daily habits that you might want to consider just, you know, just, just to get the, the little gray cells working. Uh, you consider waking up at the same time every morning, sometime early enough to write for half an hour or to come up with 10 ideas or, or heck, maybe even both. Um, consider spending 10 minutes a day in quiet prayer or meditation, you know, as a chance to forgive other people, to forgive yourself, just to even just to let your mind be silent. Uh, try walking for an extra 15 minutes every day. Uh, consider being non-critical and non-judgmental of other people. Uh, you could read something motivational or inspirational or educational. You stop watching TV, cut out all the negative news uh, intake of your day. You could quit Facebook. You could stop eating sugar. You could stop drinking alcohol. You could stop eating junk food or fast food. You could always take the stairs. You know, oh, I just always take the stairs. Uh, you could, you know, Cut up your credit cards and do start doing cash instead, uh, or debit cards. You know, debit cards and or cash when you can. Uh, consider uh, a gratitude journal or just journaling in general. Um, you could you know wear the same outfit every day like Steve Jobs or President Obama. You could uh, if you do freelance work or client work, don't set client deadlines for Mondays, and then you're not freaking out for your weekend. Your weekend can stay sacred. Uh, consider trying to do half work days on Fridays and spending that extra time, uh, you know, learning something or doing something, you know, an experience or going somewhere or spending that time with somebody. 
you could give to charity on a regular basis. You could try to compliment somebody every single day. That was one of my grandma. My grandma had lifestyle practices, and one of hers was always be the first to say hello and always compliment somebody every day. Was were two things that she, you know, that was just part of her. She always told us, "You got to be the first to say hello. You got always always compliment someone every day." Uh, I can I can hear her telling it to me right now. So uh, here's the the last little segment. It's called duty to delight. And, uh, you know, when you do something simple, here's, here's the, here's the concept. If you're going to do a lifestyle practice, if you're going, Hey, you know what, Sean, I can do this. I'm, I'm interested. Um, you know what? Do something simple. Don't be a hero. Don't go crazy. Uh, because if you go crazy, if you go intense, you know what? Your life is going to push back. Like we naturally like to stay in, in a, in a resting state or, uh, you know, a consistent state. We like things the way they are. Um, and not even to say that things, when that things are bad, like it's just, you know, a body in motion tends to stay in motion, right? Like, so it's just that the, the current state of our life, you know, the routines we have in place right now, they like where they're at. And if you go crazy, if you try to be a hero and say, you know what? All right, that's it. I'm going to budget my money. I'm going to start working out two hours a day. I'm cutting out all the white sugar. I'm cutting out caffeine and coffee. I'm cutting out alcohol and I'm not going to hang out with that one person. And I'm going to start complimenting 10 people every single day. And I'm going to start waking up two hours earlier. Like your life is going to explode. Like you're you're just going to hit a brick wall. So don't do that. Like, let's just start with one little thing. Try walking for 10 minutes a day. That's it, right? And when you pick one simple single daily habit, just do it for 30 days and then do it for another 30 days. And, you know, you've heard it's probably said that it takes 21 days to form a habit. Um, But I recently read that actually like 21 days is like the bare minimum and that most people it takes about 66 days uh, or two months, right? So pick one habit, try it for 30 days, see how you like it. If if you're doing okay, then commit for the next 30 days. And then you've got two months in and and there you go. You've, it's, it's become it's, it's worked its way in. It's got its foot in the door after 60 days. Uh, and so, you know, first it's going to be fun. It's going to be a little bit hard. So just stick with it. And that's why I encourage you start with something that you know you can do. Because in short, if you choose your attitude and you choose your actions right now, it's like, I don't know, you're choosing them. You choose your attitude, choose your actions. You do that long enough, eventually they will choose you back and it becomes part of your life. And there you go. And then you've become a person who exercises. You become a person who flosses. We should leave it on that note, a person who flosses. Anyways, thanks so much for listening to the show. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, this is actually, you know, I, I can only think about the focus course right now. It's all I'm, it's, I'm living, breathing, thinking about the focus course. Um, so that's what you're getting a lot of. But I've been he- hearing ton of positive feedback uh, from the listeners and, 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 and folks. So, uh, so, so thank you. Hope you're enjoying the show. Good luck with that daily habit. You're awesome. I know you can do it. Uh, if you do something, if you pick it out, let me know. Send me an email, desk at seanblanc.net, or I'm on Twitter as at seanblanc. You can find me there. Uh, let me know what you're doing. You know, it's 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 fun to share. It's fun to encourage people. It's fun to, to let people know, uh, you know, what you're doing. So uh, have a great one. Have a great weekend. Uh, good luck if you're trying to get a watch. And I will talk to you guys on the next show. Okay? God bless. <laughs>